Welcome back to the Hour View podcast. On today's episode, I welcome my guest, Carnesha Chantel. Carnesha is a social media strategist and influencer, a model and podcaster. She was also born with spina bifida. Join our conversation as we discuss our lives living with spina bifida and our thoughts on how clothing designers can provide more adaptive clothing styles for those who have disabilities. So everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Hour View podcast. I'm your host, Arthur Aston, and I am excited to uh, welcome my guest, Carnesha, to the Hour View podcast today. Uh, we are looking forward to having a great conversation. She and I uh, recently met on the new Clubhouse app. Um, so it's great to have you on the show today, and thank you so much for taking the time out to speak with me. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here today. Yeah, so uh, I always start off my podcast episodes by asking my guests to introduce themselves. So uh, can you do that? Can you tell us who Carnesha is, what you like to do, um, any fun facts you want to share? Just um, tell us as, as much as you would like us to know about you. <laughs> I am Carnesha Chantel, uh, go back, hey Chantel. Um, I am a full-time nail tech, board certified. Um, I run a nail business. I am a model disability disability advocate. And mainly I work to promote inclusion for people with disabilities in the entertainment industry. I want to bridge that gap so that it's not so uncommon to see people with disabilities in the entertainment sector. Awesome. That is, um, I follow you on uh, Clubhouse and on Instagram. And that was... Um, all of the things that made me want to reach out to you. I said, oh my gosh, I have to have you <laughs> on my podcast. <laughs> so um, now it, it gets to the, uh, the very great and interesting part. Uh, both you and I have spina bifida. That's correct. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I often don't see other people talk about having spina bifida on social media. They, uh, you can see that they have a disability, but they don't mention it by name. Uh, so I was very excited to see that you um, are very, you know, are open about talking about your spina bifida. So if you could, can you just uh, talk about how that uh, spina bifida diagnosis has impacted your life and uh, what challenges it has um, brought brought your life and, and how you have worked through them and overcome them? Let's see, spina bifida, it presented its challenges when I was in school for sure. Uh, and it's mainly because of other people as far as like teachers and students and things like that. And, you know, people will always try to put the limitation on your disability. And so that'll kind of make you question yourself and what you can and cannot do. So um, the main thing was sports at first. You know, I was kind of shunned from doing a lot of uh, team related activity in school for um, air quotes, liability purposes. <laughs> so that that really... <laughs> that's something that stuck with me for a long time you know why why can't I play with the other kids in PE or why can't I or cheerlead and do things of that nature and I always would try and somebody would find a way to shut me down um 
so it wasn't until I got a little older, I was almost out of high school when I figured out what adaptive sports were. My, my mom found it online. She introduced me to it. She went as far as taking me to a whole other state just to play sports because she knew that was what my heart was. She knew I was a very athletic person. I was always jumping around the house, jumping off of things and just wanted to be active. So um, those, I would say grade school was my biggest challenges having Spina Bifida. Yeah, it's, um, you said so many things that I've heard as well. The liability purposes, you can't do this because of that. And um, <clears throat> I, I was into, I grew up in the 80s, so I was a big wrestling fan. And I liked, uh, you know, flinging myself off of the bed and, and all that stuff, thinking that I was the, uh, you know, the next best wrestler to come and all of that. So uh, I can definitely relate to uh, the being active part that you mentioned. <laughs> Uh, another thing that, that struck me was you didn't uh, really hear about adaptive sports until you were in high school and, and just about out of high school. I can agree with that so much because there were so many, I, I mean, sports for, for everything was uh, always talked about, but you never saw, in my experience as well, you never saw the adaptive sports highlighted. And right. even with the... Uh, the invention of the Paralympic Games, you never saw them as popular as the Olympic Games that were on for two weeks at a time. And uh, even more recently, the Paralympic Games are still squashed down into a two or three hour special on, <laughs> on TV, but they take place uh, for just as long as the Olympics do. So right. it's, um, <clears throat> you know, it's really difficult to find things for children and adults with disabilities who are uh, trying to be active and remain as active as possible because it is our limitations and, and being wheelchair users or uh, using crutches and, and things like that, they do put limitations on us to uh, not be as active as our peers. So, you know, that, that's one of the things I, I want to uh, do through this podcast is help raise awareness about the lack of uh, resources and sports and, and things like that for uh, adaptive sports for people with disabilities. So thanks. Uh, thanks so much for bringing right. that up. The Paralympics was only allowed on TV just recently. Right. Exactly. It used to not even be shown. Right. Yeah. You didn't even know about it. And it's, um, and, and, and it's, it's the thing of like, why, why don't people, <laughs> why don't people know about that? And I, uh, more like you said more recently I've been getting text messages and uh phone calls like hey Paralympics you know what they're, they're going to be on Sunday at two o'clock and I'm looking for a, a you know a great long thing and and it's just like a two-hour summary of a what, a week or two week long event which is it's still so yeah. frustrating yeah <laughs> so um can you tell us um Tell us a little bit about your podcast. You have a podcast called The Wheel Down Podcast, which I love yeah. the name. <laughs> I love that name. Thank it's so you. cool. <laughs> so can you tell us about that and what your um, what your mission is and what your goal is with uh, creating that podcast? Well, The Wheel Down Podcast is um, it's a podcast that I do with my good friend, Leo Harmon. Um, so we're in, I'm in the South, he's in LA. So we do it via Zoom, of course. And um, 
it's about life from the perspective of people with disabilities. And I was born with my disability. He acquired his disability later in life through a, a motorcycle accident. So we often have sometimes opposing views and that's what makes for good content. So we, we just kind of talk about, you know, the stuff that people don't normally want to talk about, things that people might find cringy. We want to make it the norm, especially, you know, to our listeners who might not have a disability. That's great. I love the, um, that there's two of you and that your approach to having a disability is a bit different because as you said, you were born with your disability and he, he wasn't, he acquired his later in life. And I, I really believe that, um, well, just everybody that has, you, you and I have the same diagnosis, but we, you know, we were different, of course, obviously, but, um, to have different perspectives of, uh, the same or a similar condition of having a disability and just seeing, um, seeing the, the differences that, that come up. I think that's a great way to approach the, uh, the topic of disability and life and, and navigating the world with having a disability. Right. Yeah. It's, um, I, I just, I love that name though. It's really cool. <laughs> you. <laughs> so you, you mentioned that, um, you mentioned that you are a nail tech, which is so cool as well. Like I, I was just really fascinated with <laughs> a lot of the things that you do. So um, uh, can you talk about that and um, you know, how you got into to the nail tech world as well? Cause I think that's um, something that's really worth mentioning as well. Well, I uh, started off going to nursing school. Many, um, a, lot, a lot of people don't know that. So I started off in healthcare. I have a degree in nutrition and health sciences, and I wanted to transition into nursing. I started there. I did a semester. Um, let's just say things were difficult for a plethora of different reasons. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I always did nails. I did nails in high school. I did it in college as a side hustle. <laughs> and I'm what can I do? Because school is just not it. Um, working in healthcare is not for me. Working for someone, period, is just doesn't sit right with me. Uh-huh. So, you know, I wanted to figure out what could I do that would be good for me, for myself, and allow me to, to work for myself. And I went to school for nerd, for um, for nail technology, got my certification, and things have been pretty good since then. Wow, that's really cool. I've I've seen you. Uh, you have a page for your uh, nail work as well on Instagram. Yes, I do. I've, yeah, I've seen that. So that's really uh, really cool that you're into doing that. Which uh, leads me to the next topic of. Uh, you also mentioned that you're a model. So, the fashion industry. Um, how how do you manage? Um, how do you manage working in the fashion industry with uh, clothes that may not always be uh, made for uh, the person who needs the adaptive styles and things like that? And how do you feel that the fashion industry can be more inclusive of those who have disabilities? Um, I know for myself, Part of having spina bifida for me is uh, because my leg muscles don't work. The muscles kind of, um, I guess, atrophied, you would say. So they're kind of shrunk. So my legs are really small, but because I use my upper body all the time with my wheelchair, the manual wheelchair or the crutches, 
have a very wide chest area. So, <laughs> you know, and a very small, and it, it narrows down into the smaller waist and small legs. So it's very difficult for me. I, I love nice clothes. I love dressing up and going out and things. But I know for, for myself, it's, it's not always easy to uh, get that proper fit on uh, clothes you might find off of the rack. So it's, you know, getting the clothes and having to have them tailored to fit properly and all of that. So I'm, I'm interested in, in hearing about your uh, experience in the fashion world and, and what ways do you feel that they can um, better improve things for uh, those who have disabilities? Yeah. Um, okay. So I really didn't know adaptive clothing until like maybe about three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. So I used to just um, kind of deal with what I had, you know. Yeah. So I, I too have small legs, um, but they're long. Mm-hmm. So mine are, are long and small. And I kind of have this crazy normal, again, air quotes, <laughs> hip ratio. And so it's like, small frame normal hips nothing fits right ever (laughs) (laughs) so it's like I can get the size right in the hip but it won't be the way I want it to fit in my legs or it won't be long enough or something like that um my best adaptive clothing does help um but I don't have any like problems with my hands as far as like fastening things or getting things off the only thing for me is like dresses and skirts. Like if the zipper is in the back, that's a problem for me. Mm-hmm. So I prefer things that are on the side. Um, so usually I will get someone to alter my clothes, which okay. I've discovered is a great help lately. Or just make me something. <laughs> yeah. From yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's best to design your own things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen um, a lot of clothing designers and clothing brands are now offering adaptive options. Uh, Tommy Hilfiger has a great uh, right. clothing line. I think um, Zappos and Uggs, they have uh, adaptive shoe lines and things like that coming out. Uh, that came out uh, mm-hmm. last year. So it's really, uh, really great to see that they are uh, trying uh, with, you know, providing more options for uh, adaptive clothing. So that's really great, uh, great to see because it, it hasn't always been. And, and as we both mentioned, it's um, fairly new. So it's it's great to see that those are happening uh, more often these days. So um, just to uh, wrap up everything, um, I I end with a some version of this question uh, for every episode. And that is, what is something that people misunderstand about you or your diagnosis or about people with disabilities in general? Let's see. Um, <laughs> well, my diagnosis is a little complicated. So I have spina bifida and I also have gastroschisis. Um, so people will think of me as a biffer, you know, spina bifida person, and they'll say, well, you have spinal bifida, so why can't you do this? Or why don't you have that? Okay, yes, I have spinal bifida. But I also have gastroschisis, which is which add with which adds a lot of other issues like with my digestive tract and it adds to the urinary problems that you already have with um spinal bifida. Mm-hmm. So people will, you know, kind of not understand why I'm not like most bifers because I'm mm-hmm. not. Right. Like I have I 
<laughs> I have some complex things going on that I just don't care to explain all the time, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, some other things are pretty common, you know, they might think you're not intelligent or that you can't explain or you can't advocate for yourself. You know, all of that is just frivolous. Yes, that is, that's, I think that's one of my, um, as you said, in air quotes, favorite things that people, they see me in a wheelchair and they think that I can't, you know, speak up for myself or advocate for myself, as you said. And, and, um, my favorite is, is when I'm traveling by myself in the airports and I'll have my carry on bag and I'll be in my wheelchair and I'll be by myself. And they just think that they can say and, and do and, and, let you know what's going to happen. And it's like, no, no, no. I, like, I know, <laughs> I know how to do this. <laughs> I know how to do this. Yeah, and listen here's what, to me. Listen right. To me. <laughs> right. And here, and here's what I need you to do to help me and, and make this a smooth, a smooth flight for all of us here, because <laughs> like the faster you listen to me, cause I know what my needs are, <laughs> we can get this done and I can get my seat and we can, you know, get everybody else on and everybody can get to where they're going. So that's, uh, right. yeah, that's a really big thing for people not realizing what, um, that, you know, just not understanding your condition. And uh, as you said, the other things that go along with uh, the spina bifida diagnosis uh, for you. And, and, and I have extra, you know, extra things that, that I have to do as well, just to uh, get up and, and move and get out of bed every day. So it's, um, right. you know, so it's really, it's, it's really tough. And like, as you said, too, not, not wanting to always explain it to people, I think is, uh, is another thing. Sometimes I'm, I'm great at it and feel like it. Then other times it's yes. like, eh, no, not so much. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, this was, uh, it's a great conversation and I, um, thank you so much for your time and I'm sure I will, uh, catch you on Instagram and Clubhouse. And uh, before we do wrap up, can you let everybody know where they can find you on social media, if you have a website and uh, all of that kind of information? Uh, yes. Okay. So I am K period, K period Chantel official on Instagram. I am Carnesha Chantel on Facebook. And, you know, if you're interested in my nail work, it is Chantel's Nails. That is S-H-A-N-T-E-L-Z-N-A-I-L-Z on Instagram and chantelsnails.com spelled the same way is my website. Great. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time today and um, I will definitely be in touch and talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having me. It was great talking with you. Oh, you're welcome and have a great day. <laughs>